I was I was just kind of articulating these frustrations that I was feeling with middle school ministry. And he just kind of stopped me and he said, hey, man, you're not thinking of this clearly. He said this this line that I don't think I'll ever forget. He said, one hour with a middle school student is worth 10 with a high schooler. Welcome to the Rooted Youth Ministry Podcast, which aims to advance gospel-centered youth ministry by equipping and empowering youth ministers to faithfully disciple students towards lifelong faith in Jesus Christ. The Rooted Youth Ministry Podcast is part of the Rooted Family of Podcasts, which also includes the Rooted Conference Podcast, the Rooted Parent Podcast, Ask Alice, and Thanos to Theos. To learn more about Rooted, visit rootedministry.com. I'm your host, Davis Lacey. Over the course of this summer, we're highlighting some of the speakers and teachers that will be featured at our 2022 conference in Kansas City, Missouri. You can learn more about that conference at rooted-conference.com. I'm excited to be joined by Vince Greenwald today. Vince is the student ministry director at Emanuel Church Nashville and a student at Covenant Theological Seminary. He and his wife Caroline live in Nashville with their two children, and he is going to be leading a workshop at the 2022 Rooted Conference entitled from frustrating to fruitful. Hope for your middle school ministry. Vince, thank you for being my guest on today's episode of the Rooted Youth Ministry Podcast. Thanks for having me, Davis. Excited to, yeah. to have this conversation. I am as well. And just to set the table for where we're going, I'd love for uh, you just to kind of talk us through in your observation as someone who's ministered with middle school students and with high school students, how is ministry to middle schoolers different from ministry to high school students? Yeah, I, I think it, it took me uh, a year or two in in youth ministry to start to realize this, but I think it, it boils down to the fact that middle school ministry requires more translation work and contextualization work than high school ministry. There's there's just a bigger gap to bridge uh, cognitively in terms of like the maturity of our students between us as adults and middle school students than there is with high school students. Uh, they, uh, for, for lack of a better term, they, they can sometimes feel like aliens to us in a sense of that they don't think um, quite like we do. And it just feels like that, that gap um, can sometimes feel like this chasm that, that makes middle school ministry um, really hard and time-consuming and confusing. The, the other piece, though, is that middle school, uh, I mean, if if you ask an adult uh, about their middle school years, they're they're going to groan and just say like, <laughs> "Oh, I, I I do no one uh, you you could you couldn't pay me a million bucks to like relive eighth grade." Sure, and uh, that's just because middle school is a incredibly messy time. There's there's all these changes happening. There's a lot of um, identity questions. There's a lot of drama. Um, it's messy it's confusing and uh all of this makes for like a ministry context to middle schoolers that's that's um in a lot of ways a good recipe for frustration because of that massive gap and because of just uh yeah the messiness of this age group well speaking of a recipe for frustration i'd love for you to talk through um, what some of the frustrations are that accompany ministry to middle school students. Maybe even you can speak from personal experience and talk about some of the things that have or maybe do frustrate you uh, when ministering to middle schoolers. Yeah, I, I think when I, I started 
had a manual with the middle schoolers. I was I was frustrated with uh, middle school ministry because it felt like there was less uh, light bulb moments and less less knowing the the struggles that students are are in and then seeing them kind of overcome those things or or seeing them um, get freedom from a sin struggle or whatnot. It it, it felt like uh, middle school ministry was just kind of dry in that sense compared to high school ministry. High schoolers are are just really um, upfront in a lot of ways about like doubts they have or or challenges that they have, and they're often like sinning in in ways that feel a little bit scarier and more like urgent. And because of that, high school ministry tends to have a lot of like uh, peaks and valleys. And middle school uh, ministry, I think, can be frustrating in that it it feels a little bit more um, mundane and, and it, it can feel a little bit, um, yeah, just, just like, where are the light bulbs, um, moments? Where are the, the moments where it's like, man, this student just, just totally, um, articulated the gospel back to me. And like the, um, uh, moments where you just see like, wow, um, the, the light just turned on for this student. Middle school ministry doesn't, doesn't offer as many of those. And I think, uh, for a while, I just kind of resented it for that uh, and just kind of felt like, uh, you know, uh, middle school is I think I think middle school ministry can can kind of start to resemble what a, a junior varsity uh, football team would be to like a, a head uh, football coach. And that it's like they don't get the attention or the time uh, that the varsity does, because that's not maybe the, the, where we see the real ministry happening. Uh, and, and I know I know that's how I viewed it. And and kind of the category I had it in for a while, and I'm not not proud of that, but that was just kind of my mentality was was that I disciple high schoolers, and then with middle schoolers, it's more about kind of um, entertaining them or um, you know trying to do a Bible study lesson, knowing that it'll get derailed, uh, and and just kind of going forward from there. But those are some those are some frustrations that I think I articulated and, and felt. That all makes complete sense to me. Um, even just drawing upon my own experience ministering to middle schoolers and high schoolers uh, when I was a vocational youth minister. So that makes sense. My next question is, okay, Vince, you've gone from articulating that experience of frustration to leading a workshop at a youth ministry conference where you talk about middle school ministry being fruitful instead of being frustrating. So what's, what's changed, bro? What has gotten you excited to minister to middle schoolers despite these frustrations you've just talked about? Yeah, it's it's definitely been a a uh, a kind of a one eighty change in terms of in terms of how I I think about um, ministry to to middle schoolers, and it it started with a a conversation I had with a youth ministry mentor of mine, maybe uh, a year or two into my my tenure here, and. I was I was just kind of articulating these frustrations that I was feeling with middle school ministry, and he just kind of stopped me and he said, uh, "Hey man, like you're you're not thinking of this um, clearly," and he he just told me he he said this this line that I don't think I'll ever forget. He said, "One hour with a middle school student is worth ten with a high schooler." Wow. Uh, he said, "One hour with a middle schooler is worth ten hours with a high schooler." And then he kind of unpacked that and he just said, middle schoolers are so um, 
so hungry and they're just like there's there's so much flux in their world and they're they're incredibly um they're they're at an age where they're really looking for um uh, something to grab onto and an hour with a middle schooler is is going to in a, in a lot of ways like create the the sense of belonging um uh, to the church belonging uh, an hour with the middle schooler in the scriptures is going to um in a lot of ways just create more uh fruit than 10 hours with a high schooler a lot of whom have kind of found their 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 place so to speak and can tend to be kind of like too cool for school can tend to be a little bit jaded uh whereas middle schoolers there's like this this uh excitement and this this eagerness to learn that i had just been missing uh i just i just like i I wasn't aware of it because i i had such low expectations for middle school ministry so uh that that really helped and then there's uh there's been a, a middle school guys the the middle school guys Bible study in our student ministry. Uh, we call them city groups. They meet on Wednesday nights. I think it was, yeah, it was two years ago. It was the uh, fall of 2020 when this, uh, this group just, it, it was one of those, those Bible studies you're a part of where there's such a joy in the room and a reverence for scripture in the room and, and just an excitement about the gospel in the room that, that uh uh it just clicks and 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 getting to lead that group for that year and then continuing to to lead them the, the past uh this past year as well just kind of changed changed my mindset of like what was possible with with middle school students what god could do in a group of middle school students through just the ministry of his word so um that's that's been kind of my own personal journey from frustrating to fruitful and I, I just want to get together with, with other uh, youth ministers who are, who are kind of feeling those same frustrations and, and share a little bit about what has, has helped um, in the Emmanuel student ministry in terms of, of how we do things, but also uh, to just get excited uh, about this group and about ministry to this group. And, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Man, I'm excited for your workshop in Kansas City in October, and uh, I know that many of our listeners are as well. I want to give you an opportunity to you know, tease out, maybe give some foreshadowing to what you're going to be talking about in that workshop. But before we do, I'm going to give a pause so that we can hear from a sponsor on today's episode. As we experience the pains of a perishing, defiled, and fading world, our hope can feel distant or idle. Yet in Christ, we are born again to a hope that is both living and active. This is the message of Rooted's 2022 conference entitled Living Hope, a walk through 1 Peter. Join us in Kansas City from October 6th through the 8th as we survey 1 Peter together. This is a conference for all of those who minister to teenagers, youth pastors, volunteers, and parents. Our prayer is that those who attend would have renewed eyes to see that which is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for us by Jesus, our living hope. Learn more and register at www.rooted-conference.com. That's rooted-conference.com. 
www.thepodcastnetwork.com. All right, Vince, I'm excited for your workshop that's coming up uh, talking about from frustrating to fruitful and your journey of your changed perspective in terms of ministering to middle school students. I'd love for you to speak directly to our audience members. Maybe they're coming to Kansas City. Maybe they can't make the conference this year. Um, But for the middle school minister or volunteer youth ministry leader who's frustrated dealing with middle school students and ministering to middle school students right now, how does the the gospel offer good news to ministry leaders who might be frustrated with ministering to middle schoolers? Yeah, I I can just speak uh, autobiographically on this middle school ministry with uh kind of what i what i said about the the lack of um i don't know light bulb moments or or mountaintop moments it really humbles me as a youth minister and and uh we can we can often in youth ministry kind of uh try to live off the winds of ministry and and be fueled by uh, ministry success or more students coming or, or um, yeah, what, whatever metric you want to use, we can try to run on that. And the, the thing about middle school ministry is that it often humbles us and uh, helps us and redirects us uh, back to our first love and, and reminds us of, of the fact that the, the Christian life is not fueled by ministry wins. Uh, it's fueled by, by God's love for sinners through uh, the, the gospel definition that we use at Emmanuel is, is just God's love for sinners through the finished work of Christ in the unlimited power of the Holy Spirit. And, and so if you're a middle school minister or if you're just frustrated in any, uh, in any ministry, what, what a great, um, reminder and and really a mercy from the Lord uh, to to remind us that we don't find our satisfaction we don't find our joy in um, success in ministry uh, we we find it uh, through the the imputed righteousness of Christ given to us we find it through our our adoption uh, as as a beloved son or daughter of the most high God and so that that has helped me, when, when I've been frustrated uh, by, by just ministry in general in the past, middle school ministry, when, when a small group goes off the rails, which uh, I, don't, I don't have to look back far uh, to, to remember that happening. Because uh, last night, I mean, uh, we, had, we had a group of guys together, middle schoolers, high schoolers, um, and there was a lot of distractions in the room. And, and it was a it was this ego check, right? Because I'm thinking to myself, oh, this summer's going on so well. Look at how many kids are, are, are at this small group. Um, and I'm leading and it, it kind of goes off the rails. And instead of that being this, um, instead of that being a, a, a negative, obviously like want to do things differently and learn from it going forward. Uh, but, but for me, that, that, forces me to not try to run on the fuel of, of the winds in, in, in youth ministry. And, and I think middle school ministry can, can really help us in that, uh, because, um, there's, it's, it's a long obedience in the same direction, uh, Mm. to, to quote, uh, Peterson who quotes, 
is she uh, on that. That's middle school ministry. It's it's it, it feels like a slog a lot of times. Uh, and and so uh, you can't really run on any fuel other than uh, the gospel to to do middle school ministry uh, for the long haul. So that's uh that's what I would say, brother. I, I hope that makes sense. It makes perfect sense to me, man. I appreciate that. Um, and I love Emmanuel's definition of the gospel. I jotted it down. I'm going to repeat it just to make sure I've got the wording right, but it's worth repeating again that the gospel is God's love for sinners through the finished work of Christ by the unlimited power of the Holy Spirit. Did I get that right or almost right? In, instead of the by, uh, finished work of, of Christ and the, we, we and, put an and there, awesome. and the unlimited. Amen. There's probably some heresy that you would commit if you put a by. Nope. I, I don't probably so. I'm not probably totally so. sure. I'll let you know um, when I finish my seminary degree. Well, yeah, between between yours that you're earning and uh, the folks that you're working alongside of, y'all have got more theological education than uh, than our church will probably ever have. There are some things I'm on the gonna, wall. Yeah, right. I, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put the and in and and trust that that's the exact perfect word for that situation. So, amen, man. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, that made perfect sense. Uh, I'd love for you to speak maybe to the middle school ministry leader who's fired up about ministering to middle schoolers. Maybe they're fresh in youth ministry and starting off their first school year. Maybe they are just freshly enlivened for the next crop of students that are coming into their youth groups. Um, but they are lacking knowledge or direction what would be some practical pieces of advice that you would give to such ministry leaders as they prepare for the upcoming school year? Yeah. The, the first thing that I would say is, and, and, and by asking the question, uh, you're, you're already in the right direction. Uh, but take middle schoolers seriously. I just think there are so many middle school, uh, ministries that are, are hindered by, uh, such low expectations, uh, for their students and, and by, uh, even low expectations for the youth minister for those students. And uh, just take middle schoolers seriously this upcoming school year. And middle schoolers, yes, they're, they're developmentally different. And a lot of them uh, haven't made that, that shift from, from concrete thinking to abstract thinking yet. That shift usually happens around age 12. But that, that doesn't mean uh, that just general how we do Christian ministry how we disciple others uh, doesn't apply. And so, yeah, I would just encourage you, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2, um, preach the word, reprove, re rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. That's not, that's not just for uh, 18 and up. That's not just for high schoolers and up. Uh, do that with your middle schoolers. Take them seriously. And uh, the Lord will surprise you by, by what he does. Um, just through the ministry of his word with middle school students. And, and with that, uh, sometimes we, we kind of buy into that vision, but we don't recognize or, or appreciate or we forget about just the fact that uh, they are younger. And so we're going to have to define more terms and we're going to have to translate and we're going to have to contextualize. And so that doesn't mean that, that the Bibles sit on the shelf while we do a pizza party. Um, it, it means that the Bibles are, are, are open, but we're defining more words than we would with a high school group. And, and I've just found that like to, to really contextualize a lesson for middle schoolers takes more work, but it's really worth it because their ears are, are open and they're like really, really, um, locked in and, and focused. 
And those those attention spans are short, but while you have it, um, they're they're absorbing a lot. So that's that's the first thing I would say. Take middle schoolers seriously. Kind of a a side um, sidebar on that. A lot of middle school ministries inadvertently pull middle schoolers away from corporate worship by by either having something going on at the same time um, or by just, you know, um, whether it's whether it's inadvertent or, or like a planned thing. I just have found it to be so important for our middle schoolers to be in corporate worship uh, and for them to um, actually instead of being like pulled away from that, but nudged toward it by their their youth leaders uh, and. Uh, a lot of our volunteer youth leaders will, will sit with students and their families um, during during corporate worship. And it just, uh, in my view, it, it helps them develop taste buds for what does it look like to worship with all the saints. It's not catered at them. Uh, it's not dumbed down. And yet we can help uh, we can help them develop those taste buds. Uh, but but definitely as you go into the school year, really think through. The, the schedule of your ministry around Sunday mornings. And I would just urge you don't, don't pull, uh, don't schedule something that's going to pull middle schoolers away from, from corporate worship, because I think it, it can undermine their discipleship over the, the long haul. That's really good, bro. That's really good. Um, last question I've got for you, Vince is, is simply this tease out your workshop a little bit. You've already done a great job of that, but anything else that you want to add about how your workshop is going to equip and encourage middle school youth ministry leaders to faithfully disciple students towards lifelong faith in Jesus Christ? Yeah, I would, uh, I would say we're, we're definitely going to talk a lot about the, that whole concept of, of taking middle schoolers seriously, but also, uh, taking their developmental, um, like level seriously as well. And, and what it means for how we teach. Um, one thing I'm really excited about with the, the workshop is that there's been a few things that uh, at Emmanuel we've done with a, adults for a long time that are they're just kind of a, a part of the Emmanuel Church DNA that we started doing with middle school students. And uh, they've just been um, really fruitful. Uh, and And consistently, if you were to just pull aside uh, a seventh grader or an eighth grader at Emmanuel and ask, what's your favorite thing about youth group or even your, your, your favorite thing about church? Um, they're going to, to talk about some of these practices. So uh, one of those is, is called walking in the light. And this is something that the church has, has done together for, uh, I think, the better part of a decade. But uh, essentially, walking in the light is just based on 1 John 1, 7, which says, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. And then a few verses later, it, it talks about how um, we can confess our sins to one another. And uh, in walking in the light, what we do is, is just create a structured time where we can confess our real sins to our real brothers or our real sisters. And uh, it, when, when, when I initially tell other youth ministers about this, uh, they kind of they kind of look at me and say, hey, that's great that you guys do that. I will never try that with my middle schoolers. But what we found is that uh, having structured times and ways for our middle school students to live out our theology is really, really helpful. Uh, they, 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 uh, the clarity of it 
and then the actual like think of it think of it as like providing training wheels for for helping them confess sin uh to to one another for the first time or to pray for someone who's just confessed into them those training wheels of the structure uh have have really helped them and i just i just uh, am really excited to to share that with other youth ministers because i my my prayer is that uh just every uh, gospel proclaiming youth ministry would be doing things like that, uh, would be getting their, their great theology lived and not, uh, not just keeping it in the realm of kind of, of, of the head, but also, um, really practicing, practicing, uh, our doctrine, uh, confessing sin to one another and, and praying for one another. So that's, uh, that's something I'm really excited about for the workshop is, is sharing how we do that, uh, with other youth ministers, because, uh, with middle schoolers, especially if you don't kind of create a structure for that, uh, then it's not that students don't have real sins and it's not that students don't aren't aren't burdened by those. Um, it's just that we haven't created a structure um, for for them to like really find a way to break through that that barrier of awkward uh, and share that with someone else. And so that's. That's something that I'm really excited about for the for the workshop is is kind of diving into how we do that at Emmanuel and and what what the Lord's done through that time because um, it's just been really really sweet to see students uh, recognize that the the church uh, is a hospital for sinners and it, it is a place um, where where we can come and and bring our, our sins that are that often we try to hide. Uh, and, and keep as like skeletons in our closet that that we can um, share those, confess those to a brother, and be prayed for. And that there's as uh, the the James verse in, in chapter five says, uh, "Confess your sins in one another and pray for one another that you may be healed." We've just seen a lot of healing happen uh, in, in our middle school ministry through walking in the light, and so I'm excited to share that with with other youth ministers. Awesome, bro. Well, man, I'm thoroughly excited about your workshop and uh, cannot wait to meet you face to face in Kansas City. Cannot wait to sit under your teaching. I know many of our listeners feel likewise. Anything else you want to drop on us before we uh, before we conclude this episode, Vince? Yeah, I would. I would just uh, want to say keep going uh, and and don't don't think of of fun and and joy in in middle school ministry and. Uh, seriousness and uh, discipleship in youth ministry as as competing um, ideals or, or visions they they're not uh, they're they're two things that like absolutely um, can and should go together not just in middle school ministry but but in the Christian life and so I think sometimes we can get into a, a false dichotomy there of thinking like I can either um, have a really fun event with middle schoolers or I can have a really serious event with middle schoolers. And typically we decide, Oh, oh we're just going to go towards fun. Um, but, but those things, uh, I've just, I've just found the, the middle school guys city group at Emmanuel has helped me see that's just, that's just not a choice we have to make as believers, um, between, um, you know, fun or reverence or, or joy in the Lord or, or reverence for the Lord. Those, those are not competing, uh, goods. So I, I would, I would encourage, uh, you as you're you're planning events for this next year to just think think about those as as being things that should be present together uh, and not separate. Good word, bro. Thank you so much, man. And and I know that you're 
not just prepping this workshop and taking care of what's in front of you there, but are getting ready to take off on vacation for a week. So uh, I know that time is of the essence for you, and I really appreciate you taking some time for us here at Rooted and for the listeners of the Rooted Youth Ministry Podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I, I so appreciate Rooted. I uh, I am checking y'all's blog on a regular basis and in the podcast and, and have just been super helped um, by your resources and, and share them with our parents in the ministry. So thank you. I'm uh, really excited about the conference. It'll be my second Rooted uh, conference and looking forward to it. Thanks, Davis. Awesome, man. Thank you so much, Vince. And listeners, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Rooted Youth Ministry Podcast. If you found this podcast helpful or encouraging, we'd appreciate your help in bringing this grace-filled, gospel-centered, Bible-saturated content to others who might also benefit. Help us serve others by sharing this resource on social media, by leaving five-star feedback, or simply by subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. For more grace-filled, gospel-centered, Bible-saturated resources, be sure to visit us at rootedministry.com. And as always, special thanks to High Street Hymns for providing the music for this podcast. On behalf of all of us here at Rooted, my name is Davis Lacey, and this has been another episode of the Rooted Youth Ministry Podcast.